Stand by. Hey everyone, it is Dave and Jeff. It is July 29th, 2020. This is, okay, it's so weird. Everything's weird, right? Yes, everything. I, I was, I was checking in with our friend Julie Brownman today in Denver. Okay. And I was saying to her, I was up there Valentine's Day weekend. Yeah. And I had been to uh, the Air Force Academy, 50,000 people for the stadium series. And then she and I spent a couple of days in Denver just hanging out. And I, I said to Julie today, Dave, because that was February 15th or 16th. And if you think back, it was one month later when everything changed. And oh, yeah. I was saying to her, did you think we drove around a couple of uh, cool little cities in the suburbs around Denver and just had a burger and beer and went to the Pepsi Center. And I said, man, would you have had any idea that a month later, anything we did on that day wouldn't happen again? 20,000 people at Pepsi Center for a hockey game. Just going to a restaurant, hanging out, not having to worry about the people behind you or whatever. And uh, and just for everything that's happened since March, just to have what we've had in the last 24 hours, which is the Padres win yesterday and today. Hockey is being played again as they're playing exhibition games, getting ready to go for this weekend. Crazy last night to see the Maple Leafs in Montreal playing in an empty Scotiabank arena. Yeah. What we saw with Joe Kelly last night was so goddamn fun. And, I mean, the idea that he's suspended eight games is ridiculous. But Padres again tonight with Tatis and everything else. And you go, shit, this is pretty cool. (laughs) I'm not going to say anything about the timeline because last time we were here, I said, oh, it feels like something major would have to happen. Yeah. Then the fucking Marlins get 19 guys shut down. So I'll shut up. (laughs) But, boy, it's just the, the point of it all being, Dave, is baseball or hockey or a burger and beer and going to a game, man, it's all the little things we take for granted. And, boy, I don't think any of us ever will do that again. No, the NBA comes back tomorrow. Right. You know, you can have the Lakers and Clippers playing tomorrow. But you're right, having sports back is really big. And, obviously, the NFL is the biggest one. Can they make that happen? You're looking at all these players right now that are opting out, especially when you look at the Patriots who have, what, six or seven now are are gone. and. A lot of these guys, man, they're starters, and you got you know that's a lot of guys off your defense, a lot of guys off your offense, and and if if you're Bill Belichick, you're thinking, well, fuck it, we're gonna get Trevor Lawrence. Did you see Go what ahead. Adam Schefter Let's wrote the shit. other day? No, what do you write about Belichick? Davey wrote that he talked to an NFL executive. Yeah, and he said, hey, Schefter's saying, hey, what do you make of uh, what's going on in New England? And this executive said, you know, Bill's behind it all, right? And Schefter said, what do you mean? And the guy said, I don't know, but it's who he is, and there's something coming. Bill is maneuvering all these guys out for a reason. Like, how how about the paranoia in the NFL where you and I would think the same thing? Of course. We're like, God, Belichick's got to be impacted. And guys in the league are like, oh, no, Bill's the reason behind it. I tell you what, I wouldn't throw it by Bill. And the right? reason is you have a guy coming out of college that people are talking about yeah. like they used to talk about Elway, if not better. Sure. That Trevor Lawrence is the shit. And the Jags are trying to do the same thing to sit there and suck Tank. it up 
and be terrible. And you go, well, what's the deal? So imagine if Belichick gets this guy who's the next whatever. And you go, okay, well, what does that mean? Could he coach 10 more years and without a doubt, not only being the winningest coach of all time, passing Don Shula, but at the same time, the Super Bowl record would be insane is what he's yeah. thinking. Fuck you, Tom Brady. It's one year out. No one's going to blame me for you leaving him. I'm in a shitty year. We're going to blame it on COVID. And the entire time, I'm still the greatest thing going. And it was me that had this success, not you, pretty boy. <laughs> pretty boy. That's <laughs> so good. Um, the thing is, hasn't Bill gained a ton of draft picks, too? Yeah, now, he, he never he used uses them. All? No, he no, doesn't fucking it, use but them. But doesn't yeah. he have, like, 60 draft picks? Yeah, he has a million draft picks. So if it's a team like Jacksonville, where they go, Bill can be like, hey, I'll just give you 50 picks. <laughs> you think what Ditka did to get Ricky Williams? I don't know, man. I just, I'm enjoying it. The NHL, like you said, uh, NBA tomorrow. NHL full-time on Saturday with two hub cities, yeah, which makes much more sense. In Toronto, in Edmonton, yeah, everything's being taken care of. They're in the bubble. The NBA's in the bubble. Baseball outside of the Marlins has done well. Yes, very well. Ratings are through the roof. It's been great. And I think, too, there's been so much to like with Padre baseball. I was listening to Ted and Jesse driving down. And just talking about how much more selective they are at yes. the mound and making guys just throw a ton of pitches. and uh, But what you're seeing, too, uh, they Ted pointed out, just what you're seeing from Grisham, yeah, what you're seeing, um, different look for Hosmer when he plays every other oh night. Oh, my God. What is going on? I told you. It's my favorite thing that I saw tonight on Twitter because – Kevin A.C. wrote, Eric Hosmer's been scratched again. Same reason, stomach issue. So you know what happens every time something's on Twitter. Of course, Steve Woods has to comment. Of course. That's what I keep it for. That's the only reason I keep it because he fucking, this guy just has to comment on everything. And it's always insightful, like his reaction tonight. Quote, this is so weird, man. <laughs> He's like Andy Rooney. Right. You're like, what the fuck did you get send on that? Who did, who? Who are you thinking is like, oh, God, I did. Steve feels like the way I do. Damn, you peel back the onion. I was just sitting here thinking, this man, this is so weird. And then Steve wrote what I thought. He's my kindred spirit. Like, just put the phone down. You know, at 4.15 in the morning, you're getting a fuck you guys. Fuck him. <laughs> but... The reason why I'll accept his meaningless tweet tonight is because it brought the funniest goddamn reaction from Josh. And this shows up on my timeline. Yeah. Josh wrote tonight, one time many years ago, I did a bunch of bad meth and had diarrhea for like 10 days. I don't who's think this, this, who's this guy who's Josh. Josh, bro Jan. Okay. Holy shit. So again, hang on, Dave. You got to hear the tagline. You jumped in. I just hope Josh's boss follows him on Twitter. I hope so, too. I hope his mother-in-law does. <laughs> Josh writes, one time many years ago, I did a bunch of bad meth and had diarrhea for like 10 days. I don't think this is what's happening to Haas. Oh, really? <laughs> do you have any facts to back that yeah, up? Do, do you? <laughs> I mean, how do you know it's not what happened? Let's look at his teeth. <laughs> Jesus. I tell him, I go, dude, this is my favorite thing I saw on Twitter. Many years ago, I did a bunch of bad meth and had diarrhea for 10 days. <laughs> Would anybody write that? 
<laughs> was there any time where you're like, I need to share this story? But the tagline where he just said he didn't he he doesn't think it's what happened to yes. Hosmer. Like he's not not sure. It could have could have just not 100 percent. He hasn't spoken to him. He hasn't spoken to him. But he goes, you know what? I'm going to hit send on that. I don't think Haas did bad math. I don't think that. I'm just letting everybody know for context. Like, this happened to me one time. I just go, <laughs> fuck. I fucking love both of those idiots. The your, funniest shit ever. Your boy, speaking of drugs, your boy Woods, I got to tell you, I think it was Monday. Yeah. I flip on at five in the morning where he rambles and doesn't remember shit. Of course. Yeah. We never remember what, what he said until you bring it back up. And he goes, that was on there. Yeah, that was on there. Sore throat talk? Yeah. So he goes through the whole process about how he overpacks, okay? He says he, he's a guy that overpacks too much, and he thinks too much, and he plays this game, panic attack or heart attack, okay? <laughs> and he's just, he's a worry wart is what he is. And he goes, but I tell you what, you show up to one of my adult league games, and one of my players says, hey, Woodsy, you got any Tylenol? You betcha. Hey, Woodsy, you got any tape? You bet I do. Hey, Woodsy, you got any greenies? Sure do. I'm like, what? did you just admit that you fucking are supplying amphetamines? What is he doing? Yeah. Fucking guy. And I was like, dude. I'm Jim Bettencourt. Aren't you just... working for CBS? Is right. that the Tiffany Network? The Tiffany Network. The fuck is he doing? <laughs> Do you have any greenies? Oh God. I blame us. We encourage this bad behavior. We're the only guys that care. You know yes. Ben tunes him out. Paul's had enough of <laughs> Paul him. Paul has enough of his shit. Right? Hannah's selling $9 million homes. <laughs> They're sabotaging Paul's entire career. Paul has one segment on the show, and they always use Paul's stuff before he gets to it. He's like, I got nothing to say. Paul, they don't want you. Figure it out. God damn Woods it. is jealous. He is. Doesn't like to give up airtime. Figure Done. it out. Yeah. That introducing you to your wife was all a ploy. You notice he had to officiate the wedding. You don't want to give up airtime. Right. He's a fucking snake oil salesman. God damn it, Paul and Megan. I'm sorry. I am sorry on behalf of my friend who can't get his shit together long enough to know he's a... (laughs) (laughs) That fucking kid. How bored would we be without that guy? What the fuck else is he? Hey, Woodsy. You got any coke in there? Fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> Dude, that's this next line. I'm telling you. Yeah, you got any black market DVDs? What's you, he got? You got any spoons for my heroin? You yeah, bet. You bet. Got the lighter too. I'm your friend. Overpacking. <laughs> He's a fucking clown. <laughs> Where would we be without that guy? If that fucking guy ever, you know, at some point he's gonna fuck up and get fired. Oh, yeah. And then uh, he'll be doing, like, 60s rock in Boise. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) Doing doing Hendrix, two for Tuesday. We won't be able to hear it. His fucking Uh, shitty station he goes to won't even stream. Oh, fuck, dude. You're right. Though saying, uh, don't be your own worst enemy, Woods is going to be that guy. He's going to be his own worst enemy. He's going to get blown out. He'll be in Idaho, just like you said. But then you and his and mother-in-law lose. is going to be telling Hannah she made a big mistake. But he'll fucking she'll <laughs> she'll marry that kid they got from Kansas City. What's his name? <laughs> Tim Hill. What that kid say? Is that him? Yeah. The Sidewinder. Yes. 
whose adult league actually pays. <laughs> He's in an adult league too, but he gets paid for it. He goes to Padre Camp too, but he stays six months. <laughs> Steve will be working at uh, at the Fuddruckers in Boise, doing all the shake and drink stuff he learned watching cocktail. <laughs> Who needs a zombie? <laughs> Wait, I, ben doesn't give a fuck about no. that guy. No. Ben's all he does every day. He drives in and goes, "How am I going to make my break?" That's all he's thinking. How am I going to make it? I'm going to. I'm going to. Somehow I'm going to make my break from this guy. I know I'm going to hurt his feelings, but it doesn't matter. You know who every day just has to be punching his therapy pillow is fucking Elston. <laughs> Elston's been punching the fuck out of that pillow since 2007. Me, I understand you fired all these guys, but me, me. Uh, <laughs> we cannot let that kid leave town. Not that you and I would know how to do an intervention if we had money riding on it. We always gotta love that kid. Oh, fuck. Oh, he, Damn. what a dope. Who admits you have greenies in your bag other than that fucking dickhead? Uh, oh, my God, dude. It's so fucking funny. Greenies. Oh, I'm like, fucking last time I heard of greenies was Mike Schmidt was asking for him. I was like, where did you get greenies? <laughs> Jesus. My Joe Pepitone? Yeah, what the fuck? You got any greenies? You betcha. Yeah, I'm proud of himself. Guy's fucking Felix the Cat. Everything in that fucking magic bag. Fucking guy. Jesus. <laughs> uh, what did we do before him? I don't know. I will tell you this. If if you listen to that dumb show, five in the morning from five to five ten, it was just him and, and Paul jumps in every second, every now and then. But I'm telling you, it's the best 10 minutes on the whole goddamn show because he just rants and doesn't remember anything he says. He might as well be talking in his sleep. Okay, wait. Let me ask you this. Because the one other show like that yeah. that I, I laugh every time is when my man Meaty gets going on his fucking Periscope. Yeah. Is it the same shit? It's kind of like that. Except for Meaty. Meaty kicks guys off. But the yeah. problem is when I watch it, I can't see the stream. So I've said this to Craig in the past. It feels like you're just yelling at voices in your yeah. head. Uh, would you say bullshit? And I'm like, who are you even talking to? <laughs> Two of my favorite guys are Median Woods. Is it the same thing? It's kind of like that. All right. He just gets up and whatever's in his mind, he just starts talking. And then he usually gets in trouble. Today he went after his wife talking what? about moving. And she was awake and she went right after him. It did not go well for him. She said, I, I told saw- Did you see, you see that shit about the moving? I, where are they moving? I didn't even know they're yeah, moving. They, they looks like they're buying a house. Good for oh, him. Good for them. Two kids. You got to get that house. Right? You got to do something. But he, uh, he, you know, the funny thing is, I'm I'm following because he says it, and then I'm like, oh, he's, he's dead. You know, immediately comes up on my timeline too that he's fucking dead. She's listening. That's when she said he has a death wish, right? Yes. And that's when I said. And that's when Tabitha, Tabitha said, "I'll bring the shovel." So I told him, well, you and I would fake a kidnapping. You could live here until Thanksgiving. We'll bring yeah. him back when the kid comes. Fuck yeah. We won't ask for ransom or nothing. We'll take care of him. I didn't ah. see Paul reaching out, willing to kick one of his dogs out to make room for Woods. God damn it. So maybe Steve's the victim in all this. We feel like everybody else is. God damn, Dave. You just brought it full circle. Public apology to my boy, Steven. Oh, my gosh. All right, I, I do want to stay on, on baseball for a second, okay? Because the Padres are playing extremely well. And everyone always says, I don't give credit to the Padres. You're sitting here as the biggest Padre fan I know. I always say it. Woods is, I'm saying to say it, Steve. You're, you're basically late. Justin's been sitting there fighting this battle since 80, 81. 81. 
So for the team to get off to this start that they're on right now, pretty yeah. incredible. I mean, they're about to be 5-1 and one after tonight as we do the show right now, and they have a, a pretty good lead over the Giants. <laughs> yeah. And you sit there and you go, and this is great. I mean, it's a short season. Padres are off to a fantastic start. You can say whatever you want. It's the Giants. The Giants took 2-4 of four from the Dodgers. Sure. You know, baseball is baseball. Whatever that schedule is, you got to play it. Yeah, right. And so right now you got to give credit to the guys that are doing extremely well. You mentioned that, Bats, and we talked about this a little bit on Sunday night, how a lot of teams have gone into the, the attitude about being uh, selective on the pitches that you swing at. That's what, when they brought in guys like Phil Plantier, you're like, Phil Plantier was anything but selective. Right. When he was a fucking player, why do you think he's going to be that guy as a batting coach? But it seems like overall you're you're getting performances from guys early on. I understand it's not even a week old, but Myers has played better than you thought. Hosmer, yep. when he does play, has played better than you thought. Tatis is what we thought he was, which sure. is great all the time. And uh, and Machado, man, he's, he has a couple bombs already. You know, not bad. I mean, Mookie yeah. Betts and and Bellinger don't have any home runs, so you know, good for the Padres. And the pitching has been very very good. Yeah, you know, so I mean, give credit to the first place Padres. Well, I'll say this, too. What What is fun, or, there's a bunch of things that are fun right now for this team. Yeah, Dave, all the things you mentioned, right? And and watching Grisham come and play has been fun. Oliveris has been fun to watch, right? Pitching's been cool. Uh, hedges is shit, and, yeah, and yes. all of baseball is realizing that, and we're just thankful that they haven't signed him to a – multi-year contract right where it's just like it's fucking ridiculous the yeah. guy's hitting zero 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 and doesn't even i mean it's just it's a clown show right but there were two things that made me laugh today about this team number one is all of the people that you're seeing on a national level freaking out yeah in the most positive way available yeah about the new uniforms yeah and that's really cool, right? Where people are like, God dang, these are great. Including a lot of people from MLB Network and others talking about the ones being worn tonight. Which I laugh about because I remember sitting in here in the garage before these were unveiled and telling everybody that I'd heard from people in the building that they thought they might be awful. Yeah. Dave, I, I tell you, I think they're great. I really do. I love the ones they saw last night. But I think... Credit to Partello and the guys that sat in that room. I love the home unis. And these, when I look at them, I go, those are just cool. But I have a longtime friend. You have a friend, too, our pal Chris Cox, who, like me, has yeah. been a lifetime Padre fan. And I was texting with him tonight because he lives back east. And I said, hey, man, your pods are pretty fun. And he goes, you know what I think? He goes, I've watched this team. He goes, I've watched all the games. I love the new uniforms. Yeah. Don and Mud are fun as always. He goes, I'm just waiting to see how this team's going to fuck us this year. That's the way it always feels. That's why. And I told him, so I sent him the, the video of Charlie Brown kicking the football. And yeah. he goes, God damn, isn't it perfect that the team wearing Brown always yeah. ends up being Charlie Brown? <laughs> And while I laughed and laughed, I, I understand what he's saying. I don't feel that way about this team. There have been times in the past when you just feel like it when you watch it every night. And goddamn, Dave, you know who it may fall back to? I don't know. I mean, we're really early into the season. Yeah. Goddamn, it may fall back to Jace Tingler. It really yeah, might. Be something else, wouldn't it? Well, shit, man. 
I mean, I said it. You said it. I mean, goddamn Ben was the funniest thing, right? He, he went crazy that day. A lot of us did. But maybe it's just Tingler. Maybe it's Grisham and Fam coming in, right? It's yeah. Chris Paddock. I don't know. But they. Uh, but it's been fun. It's been fun, the total package, to watch them play. The thing that I see in this team that I haven't seen before is is – a huge amount of confidence it happens when you have a winning record though right i mean and yeah, it, but, again haven't been oh, i mean look he's jace tingler right now is more games over 500 than andy ever was andy was never over yeah 500. i think andy got to what 500 just never get over 500 what, right what one and one yeah i mean honestly yeah and it took and it took till last year to do that yeah they just have a uh they have a different look to them and again it's early but it's only a 60 game season yeah and uh, it's kind of fun, right? It, 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 it's a lot of fun. I mean, again, I'm, not, I'm watching not only all the Padres like everyone else, else is, but I'm watching a ton of baseball. And yeah. when you look at the different teams and the ones that obviously, number one, you have confidence and you're having fun on the field, there's no one like the Padres right now. I mean, I've, right. I, honestly, I think I watch a little bit of every single game every day. Rockies are 4-1, and one, and right? So, but I haven't seen them. And I saw the Rockies uh, a little bit today. I watched, them, the I watched them today. And um, – it's funny. I don't know why I just don't expect from the Rockies just because I think the pitching isn't going to hold up. And, and for the Padres, for me, the, the best part about this team has been the starting pitching. Yeah. You know, because, you know, what's the old saying of someone shows you who they are, believe it? Yeah. Well, we've seen Hosmer has shown us and Myers has shown us. I mean, we kind of get an idea that what they're doing in this first week might not be what they're going to do forever because they've never done it forever in front of us. We expect it from Tatis to always be great. But when you look at the guys who are pitching and the starting pitching going around, e even uh, Lament, I'm telling you, was so exciting to watch, and his stats weren't close to some of the other guys. Yeah. You, you really, every time, I mean, like tomorrow, you're going to sit there and go into the game, well, who's pitching? You're going to go, I feel right. confident. Yeah. I, you know I mean? Every guy, time someone takes them out, as long as they can stay healthy, you're going to feel confident. Well, with the bullpen, too, where you have the opportunity to sit Yates for two, and then uh, and Pomerantz comes in, gets a save. Right when yep. the game started to get a little crazy last night, um, that's good. And and goddamn, Dave, I, they were saying uh, again on the on the radio broadcast, talking about Will Myers and how he hits up there. Look, it is what it is. He's on the books for th three years at sixty. That kid has never looked like a confident player. No. in his time here, sixth year. That he's wow. been here. Isn't that amazing? And now, all of a sudden, if you can find a way for him to get confident, Hosmer to, to live up, pretty wild. But, yeah, we'll see how they keep playing. But, shit, it's been fun to this point. Kudos to all those guys. In all seriousness, let me ask you a question about Hosmer. Yeah. Does it concern you at all that he can't play back-to-back -back days in the first week? Like 100%. Like, are you waiting? Do the Padres owe you an explanation of what's happening? No. They don't owe me shit. But... But I think looking at it, I mean, they've been quick to point out and, and smart for them to do it, that it's not COVID symptoms, yeah. right? But COVID is basically the flu. When I, I mean, yeah. listen, I'm a mask wearer. I'm a believer. I'm not downplaying it. Don't take that the wrong way. But when you're looking at it and you go, okay, well, he doesn't have the symptoms of COVID. Got it. Glad for that. Not only for him, but all of the other guys on the team. But, yeah, you start looking and go, what is going on with a dude athletically 
in his prime yeah. that is shutting him down every other day. And I 100% don't believe he's faking any of it because oh, no. you could tell he's not dodging pitching matchups because no. he faced Madison Bumgarner where yeah, he, he had no. never gotten a hit off of him. He, tonight, he would have gone against Cueto where it's righty-lefty matchup. Yeah, no. So it's not like he's dodging the lineup. He, something's actually going wrong. Yeah, and I don't – I wouldn't have the slightest clue medically what it is that would have the impact where it's hitting you every other day. Really, really weird. Yeah. But um, it's nice to have him in there. It, so, But his health is the most important thing. We used to play this game when we were kids. I'm sure you used to play with your friends as well. If a fight broke out, who would you not want to fight or who would be the fighter on the Padres, for example? like who is there one guy in this Padre lineup you go, that guy's a fighter? Huh. Interesting. One guy stood out to me. That's why I asked you that question. Now, so I, I know you probably played this game. Would you say Fam? Fam. Yeah. You agree? Like Fam's the the one guy. Yeah. If you're playing against the pods, that he's the one guy you don't want to drill and piss off. Even though he took one in the dick yesterday. <laughs> he got hit right in the balls. God damn! Watching Mud too. Mud has the mentality of a six year old. Yeah. Oh. 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 Uh. Yeah, I mean, we're watching this game. It's in the top of the eighth. And they're going to have two guys picked off at first in the same inning in a 6-3 to three game where you go, fuck are we doing? Yeah, what are we doing? Now, Oliveira's to me looked like he was safe, but Tatis clearly was picked off. And now you're going to have two of your fucking outs. Like, who's coaching first? Right? Isn't that Wayne Kirby that everybody made the big fucking hubbub about? You How said- about yelling back? I'm sure he's yelling back. That's, that's Tatis. Honestly, to me, that almost looks like a buck. I mean, I can't hear Mud what he's saying right now, but it's the the angle where it looks like he's yeah. going home instead of straight to first. You understand it when it's a lefty batter. It's a, it's. I mean, a lefty pitcher. I got it. The rule is it's a one way lead, meaning you're you're going back to first, and if you're stealing, you're just going first move whether he throws off or throws over or not. You yeah. can't read to see is he going home. You're just taking a guess. Fuck, I'm going for it. But he wasn't stealing in that situation. There's no reason to get picked off in that situation. Yeah, you had two guys. Have you ever seen that? No, it shouldn't happen. I don't know that you ever no. see two guys picked off in a game, much less in an inning. You know who was great at it was Andy Pettit. Remember, Andy Pettit was outstanding picking yeah. those fuckers off. Yeah. Um, but other than that, sorry for the brief distraction. Yeah. This game will be over when a lot of you hear it, but yeah. we're, we're watching yeah, a lot. Yeah, but it's our last chance to talk about a team that's 5-1. and one. Fuck, Sunday they could be fucking up Shit's Creek, and I wanted to get out something good about, <laughs> right. about this kid team. I want to tell you one thing I did today. I know we talked about this a little bit on the show the other day with Lisa Ann. But I bought a, I bought one of these pictures for the stands. Oh, where? I did. I bought it at Dodger Stadium. Okay. okay. I bought it for Jake. Nice. How much? It was $299. God damn. And no, where does the money go? Okay. Money, I'm sure, goes to fucking Mookie Betts. I don't know where it fucking goes. But my, here's the deal. It's funny. as I thought my wife would fight, fight me on this because she's like, there's no way we're spending $300 on a fucking piece of cardboard. Yeah. But... um. She didn't, she didn't fight at all. I go, look, I'm going to buy a cutout. I want to put Jake there. Jake was a huge Dodger fan. And uh, so I went yesterday to look, and then I, had, I forgot all about it, didn't finish the order, and everything was almost gone. Wow. So if you wanted to spend like 150 you could be up, up top. You would never have a chance of being seen or anything like that. Yeah. Couldn't find anything beyond home plate like Crystal. And by yeah. the way, I think next to Crystal is Stifler's mom from fucking American Pie. Who's that next to Crystal? I don't know. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so... Um, but where I got him was next to the bullpen. So when somebody comes out of the bullpen, 
He's oh, wow. he's fourth fourth row, but let's say Kenley Jansen comes out, you might be able to see him there. If there's a home run hit there, you would see see it there. But yeah, I bought it today. And when will he? When are they back well, home? They're um, I think they go to Arizona after they just swept from the Astros. So it will take uh, it will take about ten days to get up, is what they said. Okay. And then um, and when it's over, Dodgers will contact you. You can go to the stadium, pick it up, and then they'll put a authenticity sticker on it. Oh, I love that. And then I said, oh, I'll keep it. It goes right here. We'll stick it right here, right, right here by you and Sugar. Yeah. Oh, How fuck. About that? Oh, I like but, that. But I did. I, uh, I, I bought it uh, this morning. I said, "Fuck it, I'm doing it." I go, yeah. That you know. Have what, you looked whatever. at the pods? No, I didn't see how much the pods are. Do you know what? Do you? I'll just go to the pods website so I can find it. Because the Dodgers, it wasn't on their website. I got it from the broadcast. It was like buysomething.com is how I figured it out. But I'll, I'll see you the Padres what it is. Yeah, I, I would buy one for the Padres for my for Josh in a second. No, we're putting Lisa in back there. I got that, but I'd buy one for my other son, <laughs> son too. That's uh, that's funny. I had a kid today tell me, 14 years old, who listens to this show. Mm-hmm. Man, you know Lisa Ann? <laughs> oh, boy. I was like, shit. Oh, Do you boy. know Lisa Ann? <laughs> yeah. I don't think you have a serious XM subscription, partner. You calm down down there. Crazy man. 14. Didn't you used to get Playboy delivered to your house when you were a kid? Uh-huh. Well, what age did that start? Um, I got it. I think it was a junior in high school. Okay. So what are you when you're a junior? 16? Yeah, we're 16, 17. Yeah. I got it from when I was 16. Yeah, I pretty much got it every year until, oh, shit. I don't know. I think probably right when I moved in with the old lady. <laughs> <laughs> when they, okay, when you started getting it delivered to your house, yeah, did you get in the mail or did your mom get in the mail? Both. Was it weird when she'd hand it to you? Hey, you got something? I, you know, Dave, it's so funny looking back, and I wonder how many of us are the same way. Where if you had a chance to talk to junior and high school version of you, now look, I was working, had... Uh, had my Honda motorcycle. Yeah. yeah. Right? I wasn't giving my buddies greenies. Right? Yeah. So I was kind of paying my own way and doing my own thing. But there, there's so much shit when I was 16 or 17 that I thought I had all figured out. Everybody well, you didn't know anything. Everybody did. Dude, I thought I was the smartest guy on the planet at 18. Yeah. I, I was really the captain of the no fucks given team. <laughs> what are you now? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I think you kind I'm, of still are. Yeah, I'm probably you know get voted into old timers day or whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I didn't like. I got when did Maxim like think of all that shit? I and we used to say it was for the show. Yeah, that's right. But there was like perfect Ma- ten. No, I didn't get anything like that. I got Maxim. I got FHM. I did too. Yeah, I got them all. FHM was great. Didn't we get those for free though? Because we we're on the stuff. radio. Yeah, stuff. That's good. Yeah, I that used to get those good three one. all the time. Stuff I loved because <laughs> Maxim was cool. FHM was always cool. But the thing like with stuff, if you remember, Dave, it was all the things that they would tell you like new headphones or TVs or all that shit that for me as a guy in my early, late 20s, early 30s, didn't have kids, didn't have to worry about a mortgage, so you had fuck around disposable income. It was 10 bucks a year. 
No, but I'm yeah, saying... Yeah, I got gotcha. you. They... Like, Maxim, it was fantastic because twice a year it was going to be Alyssa Milano, yeah, right? You I, were like, or it, Jennifer Love Hewitt. You were I, like, this is great. Yeah, I 100% did it for the tits. Yeah. But stuff, you they would put you know, Lisa Guerrero in there, and then... Uh, <laughs> but then they'd be like, hey, here's the great... Dude, what a bitch she is. <laughs> <laughs> here's your great home uh, home sound system. And you're like, oh, that's really cool. Then it'd be $19,000. Yeah. You're like, well, I'm not buying that. But, yeah, new motorcycles, all kinds of different shit. It was always fun. Oh, my God, dude, that is hilarious. Do you remember? Because what used to get it around the same time I got it. We got it at KFMB and also we're at ESPN. Mm-hmm. We did the ESPN show for my house. My wife would walk in after getting the mail. Remember? Here's your porn. Remember yeah. that? She'd throw it at me. Yeah, that's show prep, lady. Keep walking. <laughs> that's what I used to tell her. Don't get your greasy thumbprint all over that cover. <laughs> Screwing up that picture. Lee, don't fuck up Leanne tweeting. Yeah. That's fucking Tiffany Amber Thiessen. <laughs> Show the respect she deserves. God damn it, Rita. Ow! <laughs> yeah. And then they got... Shit, they got rid of everything. Yeah, they did. Like if you're a kid in your 20s, I was saying to, uh, to Brownman today, I'm like, God damn, you can't go anywhere. And we went, she and I went to uh, Paul McCartney. Yeah. At Petco. So we had, she was staying with a friend who lives downtown. So we had started, we kind of walked all the way from like, uh, like One America Plaza, which is the building that looks like the Phillips screwdriver. Yeah. The gray one, great building. I used to work there. But we started from there and just walked down Broadway. We went and had dinner at House of Blues. And then, I don't know, whatever street that is, 6th, maybe, we made our way down to uh, to Petco Park. And as you're walking, you go by Hustler, the Hustler oh, store. Yeah. I'm like, God damn, what COVID do to all the pervs? <laughs> Dave, what about our buddies next to uh, Tommy's? <laughs> they can't go in there and pull the goalie right now. Social distancing. That's why I said there. I go, God damn, does anybody even worry about these guys? We're all worried about the small business owners, little restaurants, nail salons. That's fine. But what about the creepers? <laughs> what the fuck are they going to do? All right, dude, I'm looking. I've been, the whole time you've been talking right there, I've been looking to see how much these cutouts are for the pods. I cannot find a price anywhere unless I go through the process of ordering one right now. Like uploading a picture, all that shit. I can't find the price. What do you here. figure that it is? Got to be you 600 think, You think it's, well, the Padres, I mean, the Dodgers, the most was 300 You think it's more than the Dodgers? But the, behind home plate would have uh, been how uh, much? Yeah, well, behind home plate for the Dodgers is sold out. I'm guessing it's the same thing for Petco Park. Yeah. You know, so. Well, uh, that's the thing. I mean, do I really need a picture no. down the first baseline? Like, yeah, the Toyota Terrace. Yeah. I mean, seriously, that's basically what they're offering at Dodger Stadium. Nobody would would possibly see it. Here, I'll tell you what. Why don't you all do this? Why don't you all send your picture to me and Dave with a check <laughs> for 300 Heck, we'll make it easy. Send us your picture to me and Dave. They, you can contact us at DaveAndJeffShow.com. Send us your picture, and you know what we'll do? We'll put your pictures right up here in the garage. Yeah. hundred bucks. <laughs> and then when you're done, we'll send you a picture at the end of the year of us throwing that picture in the recycling. 
DaveandJeffShow.com. Contact us, whoever you want. Right, Dave? And we'll have, it'll be like, uh, we'll put everybody, because this is going to be popular. I like it. It'll be uh, passport size photos. Oh, my gosh. We'll put you right up, and then we'll have a picture taken to show the background. We probably have room for about 2,000 of you, 100 bucks a piece. Do it now. And then, like we said at the end, we'll uh, we'll show all of you going into the uh, recycle bin. It'll be fun. Dude, I tell you what, I almost like the idea because we got a lot of space on the wall right to to our side. Yeah, where the TV is. I almost like the idea with all, if we did every Patreon subscriber, we did an eight by ten. I'd stick them right here on the wall. Well, yeah, but they're gonna pay for it. <laughs> I mean, that that's not coming for five bucks a month, well, dude. Come on, eight by ten. You know who wouldn't be in their leisure fryer? You'd be out. You asshole. God, Fucking Steve Verissimo right there. Right? J- Jimmy Bettencourt. Yeah, right there. Tell uh, it. Chris Cox, Glenn Geffner, Al Horton, Stevie Woods would be here. How about that? Paul, right there. Megan, right there. Right. You know where Woods will be. Woods will be by the back TV. <laughs> by the Kershaw poster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. Paul and Megan will go right here. God damn, it'll be perfect. Aaron Creasy. <laughs> Uh, all I of like our friends. It. All right, we'll figure that out. Yeah, I like I like that idea. Uh, a lot. Maybe for a Patreon subscriber, you get in for fifty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's too fucking funny. All right, another thing I was thinking about the other day. I was trying to explain to my kid about he can't get over the fact that you didn't walk around with a cell phone growing up. Like if your mom needed to right. find you. That you, when you were out for the day, okay, whether you went to the beach, you went to L.A. with friends, yeah. whatever, your mom had no way of getting a hold of you. Like None. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? It was great. And when somebody would call the house, it he, he freaks them out that everybody shared one common phone. Yeah. You know, is Jeff there? What do you mean is Jeff there? Like, he can live. Okay, so I told him, well, you had the answering machine, explaining that to him. Mm-hmm. But I go, this is the move that we all did. And I go, I got to ask Jeff about this. When you had the answering machine, your outgoing message, uh-huh. did you have music playing behind it? No, I uh, first off, right along with the Playboy subscription was right about the time that I got my own line. Okay. So that was the other thing that you could do. You could get your own line. How much did it cost you a month? God, it's a good question. I, I think probably under 20 a month. Yeah. Right? And so you just had your own thing. What was funny, if you remember. Was it a big deal in school that you had your own line? Um. I didn't really give a shit. I know like, you didn't, but did, what, did it get around like fucking Jeff has his own line? Like that would have been a big deal in my house. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I, like I never had my own fucking line. Yeah, no, I, I we did that. I did that pretty early. So um, I don't know. I just, I don't think so. Like I just kind of think it was what it was. But this was the funny thing. To check your messages, you would have to find the pay phone. Right? You pop a quarter in, you call your number. Yeah. And then you have to hit like uh, pound and then your code, right? Yeah. One, two, three, four. And then you could check your messages. That's right. And then, but then you'd have to have another quarter to call anybody around. <laughs> if anybody, if it was worth it. Um, no, we we would do... This was our thing that we did all the time. That I, My kids love this because we did two things. We would go to the drive-thru, and you'd go through and, you know, hey, can I take your order? And they, ah, oh, sure, how are you? How's the night going? Oh, I'm good. Thanks for asking. Great. I'll take a burger. 
coke. Whoa, uh, can you repeat that? I'm so, what? Yeah, I don't know what's going on, man. I, I only got part of that order. Okay. Uh, take two. <laughs> you would say take two. What an asshole. <laughs> uh, I got a burger, right? I'll get that Jumbo Jack. You got that? Yeah, I got that. <laughs> Go. How we doing? He's a blue off. <laughs> Just blew us right out. I know. Sorry. <laughs> Coke, you get that? Oh, man. Oh, come on, bud. Let's go. I don't have all night here for games. Let's keep it rolling. So Let's keep it rolling. My kids like that, that we would do that. But then uh, uh, then the answering machine was always, uh, hey, he- hello. You know, that's stupid shit, right? Hang on. Hang on. Yeah. Uh, hang on. <laughs> TV's up. Hang on. Let me turn the TV down. Hang tight. One second. Ah, where did I put the remote? Right? This is up. Then you turn it down, and you'd be like, hey, what's going on? Really? No, I'm not here. Leave a message, right? Then, yeah. Oh, Fuck you. Yeah. You're stupid. I hate you. <laughs> we all did that. We all did yeah, that. Yeah, everybody. It was always the girls that would yell at you. Yeah. But then, like, if you call, you'll see, what the fuck is this? Asshole. Uh sorry. Um but then yeah, then but now you still hear people trying to do that on their cell phone, right? Yes. Like, dude, it rang nine times. Yeah. Like I know Relax. you're not there. But yeah, just dumb shit like that. I don't remember I'm trying to think. I don't I don't remember having music. Doesn't mean I didn't do it. Yeah. I don't remember having music. You didn't find like your favorite song and play it in the background? No. I again, I don't, I don't put it past me. Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember the thing was, all right, how much of the song do I play before I start talking? Well, hello there. Yeah, it was, it was like that. It was like uh, that. You that's you're listening funny. to three minutes of Genesis tonight, tonight, tonight. Oh God. Hey, I'm not in. Really? Thanks, fucker. <laughs> yeah, thanks for the shit song. Um. <laughs> You mentioned Genesis. Yeah. We were playing cool, not cool the other day. I've got two for you. Okay. By the way, your stare goes tonight. I'm going to let you know. It's a little bit of would you rather. We're, we kind of switch it into and yeah, stare it's fine. goes. Okay. The last one's a tough one. I'll tell the audience right now. It's going to be really tough for Jeff. All right. Cool, not cool. Again, this is when you're driving. This song comes on. Me and Woods in the car. Okay. okay, we played this the other day with a couple of groups. I've got two for you today. I heard these the other night driving home. First one is Mike and the Mechanics. Cool, not cool. Not cool. See, that's funny because... I wasn't a Mike Rutherford fan. I was disappointed he left Genesis. Huh? Yeah, that song about his father. That's what I was going to ask because you go, all I need is a miracle... Is one of those songs like that you hear on the 80s yeah, that's station, what I'm right? It's one of those songs where you go, fuck, the 80s sucked. Fuck yeah. you, Steve Winwood. He Sh- sucked too. Steve Winwood was the man. <laughs> I like Steve Winwood. 17 years old singing Give Me Some Lovin' with the Spencer Davis group. You got to give him a little bit of credit for that. He lived in Nashville. He did? Yeah, him and I. My, well, we used to go to the same dry cleaners. <laughs> wow, what a claim to fame. There um, you go. The living years, you go, that's kind of, I like Paul Carrick. Okay. Paul Carrick was kind of old school, squeeze, Mike and the Mechanics. Living Rich, Years is kind of wild. Were you a Richard Marks guy? 
No. He, he was big around that time, too. No. I, and Richard Marks doesn't even make this game because you just know you can't do that. But he's funny on Twitter. Again, that. Um, so you got living years. You go, wow, it's kind of wild, right? Father, son, the whole thing, you might hear it. But the problem is with that, all I need is a miracle, is those guys came to the Del Mar Fair. And I looked this up. You can look it up. Go find any video from that song. And look at the lead singer. Like, he's a little too, he's a little too active in the hips on the video. Like, what are you doing? Calm down, you fucking weirdo. Like, what is he doing? Go watch it, Dave. You'll see it. You'll be like, that guy makes me uncomfortable. Oh, All right. that's funny as shit. All right, I'll give you the second guy for cool or not cool. Not many of them, just two tonight. Okay. The second one is John Waite slash The Babies. Oh, man, John Waite had that song, Missing You, that I liked. Missing You was cool, but the one I'm going to give you, yeah. Eye of the Tiger, right? Yeah. Rocky Three. Yeah. We get everything going. It just it's iconic. We all love it. It's fantastic. But there's a certain group of us, like I guarantee you, Josh, I would bet, I don't know for sure, I bet Josh has never seen Vision Quest. No way, he hasn't. Fucking movie's great. Yeah, I've seen right? it a million times. With Matthew Modine. Yeah. She has a little bit of a manly voice, but yeah. She did, yeah. and not the best actress. No, <laughs> that's, that's, that's been very kind. But Matthew Modine. Florentina was her last name, right? What was her fucking... Damn. What was her first... Was Linda? It Linda, I think. <laughs> God damn, I haven't thought of her in 40 yeah. years. Dude, here's a movie, My not to interrupt you. My kid told me that today. He's never seen Field of Dreams. Well, we'll get to that in a How second, but hang on. With Vision Quest... Yeah. You got Matthew Modine. You got his buddy with the mohawk. Yes. You got his wrest. Oh, uh, shoot, right? Shoots the kiddies yeah. wrestling. Yeah. But if you remember the other weird thing about that movie, the coach shows up in a singlet. Yeah. Remember the wrestling, the high school wrestling yeah. coach was wearing a singlet? What's yeah. up with that? I don't- <laughs> Jerry Sandusky's like, whoa, buddy. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> what are you doing here? But. John Waite had that song in there, Change. Yes. Dude, I had the soundtrack. I owned it. That soundtrack's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Lunatic Fringe was a song I used to listen Lunatic to on the, Fringe way, is on, there. on the way to every road game I ever played in high school. But that John Waite song, Change, where you go, the babies, I'm not so sure. But you hear that song, and when it comes up in the middle of the movie, yeah. yep. when, when Loudon, Loudon, right? Yeah. Loudon Swain? You got it. He's getting ready, and you hear that song kick in, you go, fuck. It's go time. Yeah. But for all of us who saw Vision Quest, you love that song, but it, it doesn't get the hype. You would think that would get up. Okay, so you lived in San Diego when that movie came out. Yeah, it was here. Dude, Matthew Modine, was it a big deal that he was from San Diego? No, nobody gave a shit. Okay. That he went to Marion High School? No, I couldn't. You could <laughs> offer me. If you said to me right now, I'm going to give you $500. And a hundred dollar gift card to Dickie's Barbecue. All we have to do is get in the car, without looking at anything, without asking directions. You have to drive me straight to Marion High School. It's currently modern day high school now. It doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. It's nine forty at night. You, if you said, you know what, I'll make it easy on you because I'm silly. <laughs> get us Every there. Show. Every show is the drinking <laughs> word. Get us there by eleven. And you cash in. I, it wouldn't cost you yeah. a fucking nickel. I have no... Marion High School. I could get you to Tory. I can get you to Point Loma. 
I could get you to Santana, Mission Bay, obviously East Lake. Yeah. Uh, RBV. Yeah. Right? Where's that shithole those guys that kicked <laughs> you guys in the nuts last year? Ruined my afternoon right up in Sage Trump. Creek. Get you right there? Yeah. Carlsbad? Yeah. Marion High School. I, yeah. Where the fuck is that? No. Did I tell and you that's what? Where he and went? I'm trying to remember too because I, fuck, this is before I was Tory. I think Get it, you that shithole. Someone's going to yell at us. I think it was close to IB. Marion. Really? Am I wrong on that? I have no fucking idea either. I keep thinking Chula Vista, but I'm thinking it's it's IB. Mm. No. All right. Fuck. I don't know. All right. Linda Florentino. What was her character's name in the movie? Ooh. Like that. Like that. And he's fucking her all the time. So Dude. you can't you can't you can't watch her with your kids, right? Yeah. Well, I think he bangs her once on the camping trip, right? Where he goes to see his grandfather. Is he in a singlet too, yeah. that old weirdo? <laughs> Uh, I don't know what her name was. Carla. Carla, that's right. Didn't even have a last name in the movie. Just no, fuck no. <laughs> that's a great movie. Do you yeah. think that movie holds? Like, I'm watching Rocky Three. If, if it was on now, I'd watch it. I'd watch it. I mean, I don't know if it fucking holds up. Madonna had a huge song in that in that movie. Yeah. Crazy for You was in that, in that movie. And, uh, but I, I heard that John Waite song, and you go... The the I think Journey was on that. Yep, it is. Journey's on that. Always the young? Yep. Damn, look at that. See? Um And you called me a shithead the other day for having a journey best of. No, but I'm thinking about that soundtrack because like you said, Warehouse Records and Sunitas, that was in that Van Halen fifty one fifty. Yeah. Those were all in the rotation. Yeah. But like, I had the tiger here all the time. You go, oh, man, I remember. This is yeah. it. Yeah. Watching that movie the other day when they go downtown L.A., brings him back into the yeah. gym, to the tough gym yeah. in downtown L.A. But nobody remembers that John Waite song unless you saw Vision Quest and it got you all fired up in yeah. the theater. Yeah, that's true. I like it. Yeah, that chick, uh, we never saw her again, right? No, never saw her again. Modine. Full Metal Jacket. Well, that's what I was just going to say. Is he better in Vision Quest or Full Metal Jacket? Full Metal Jacket. Don't you think? So good in that movie. That's a pretty goddamn Yeah. That's an amazing movie. The first half. The second half is terrible. Yeah, the first hour boring. is great. With Arlie Ermey? Yeah. After the guy blows his brains out, it's no good. Pile? Yeah. Yeah. And that guy's had a great career, actually. Yeah. Slows down. That's <laughs> Slows down. <laughs> Dude, you want to hear something funny? I was I was talking to uh, Josh yesterday. We were talking about just Jake stories will pop up every once in a while. Sure. So yesterday I had to run to the bank real fast. Got to the bank. Bank's closed. Half the banks you go to are closed. You know what I mean? Because change. Because uh, yeah. And so I was like, ah, oh, fuck. And I got to find another one. And then so I came home because I realized I didn't have what I needed with me. So I was gone for five minutes, back right. forth. And I walk in and I started thinking of. Danny Simmons used to do this to us all the time when we were at Extra in 2007, okay. our old producer. But I would always walk in, like in that kind of situation, I'd see Jake, and he would say, hey, Grandma Ruth called when you were gone. And I said, what did she want? She said you were gay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd always fucking fall for it every time. And I started laughing yesterday thinking of that, <laughs> that no matter what, hey, Jeff called, you missed him. Oh, yeah, what did he say? He said you are gay. It was always the same, and I'd, I'd walk right through the fucking door every time I'd fall for it every day. And I'd go, God dang, not, not literally every day, but I'd always go, oh, really? They called? Yeah. What did they say? Every, every time. 
And Danny Simmons, remember, he used to pull that move All on the time. us, dude, dude, Another and, jerk. And we were, we'd laugh and go, dude, yeah. uh, fucking, uh, hey, Joe Torrey just called, said he can't come on, but he did say, um, and we'd go, what? He said, you guys are gay. <laughs> and we'd, we'd laugh at it and go, it made, made me laugh. And I was like, God dang, I go, it's so funny how... Things are, and Danny Simmons isn't a guy that fucking is. No, there's is, no hate. No, no hate at all in any of us. But it makes me laugh how you, you use words and you use sayings as early as 15 years ago that you wouldn't use today. You know what I mean? You wouldn't say that stuff now. Aren't you or glad that you evolved? I, yeah, but at the same, yeah, I am 100. percent But because yeah. again, it goes back to the Washington Redskins thing. Mm-hmm. If it's offensive to them, then that's enough. That's all I need. If it's offensive to somebody that's Native American, that's enough for me. That's all I, I need, need to know. So if you're a homosexual and it's offensive to you, yeah, I'm glad we well, don't use the F word especially. You know, because that was a yeah. word that was huge in the 80s that you'd say when you talked about where I said none of my friends were homophobes or, or said shit like that. But at the same time, it was a commonly used word that you would, you know, like you'd say, what do you think of Vision Quest? That would be a common response. Yeah. You know, but you would never say that now. Especially in front of your kids, you wouldn't say that. Well, and that's the thing, too. I think when you get to a certain point, obviously, you're the exception to the rule. uh, You're trying to set the example for your kid. Yeah. And you're going, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, hang on. What are you doing representing yourself and representing your family in things that you say and things that you do? And, yeah, Dave, I mean, I've said it. On this show, there there was, I mean, it's the great line that my friend Joe dropped on me a month ago when she this said, it's so goddamn Dude, true, I, right? It's funny. After you it's told so the story, great. I think about it all the time. It's so funny to me. And because she's and a- you felt like an asshole, right? Oh, it was great. Uh, and that's why- Explain listen, the line for the people who missed it. Say it again. Listen, that's why I share the line here, because it tells you every day is a learning experience- and every day that you think you've got it all figured out, you're yeah. reminded that you need to be better. Exactly. And there are people in this audience that we care deeply about that are gay. And it was, I shared this story for them to say, hey, look, I got to get better every day. What happened was my friend Joan Toronto is a yoga instructor. And she said to me, are you ever in West Hollywood? And I sh- shared on the story a couple of weeks ago. To me, West Hollywood is sunset because my dad, when I was in high school, lived right down the street from Tower Records. My dad, still to this day, even in his late 70s, enjoys the club scene in L.A. when you're able to go out. So we would often go to the Whiskey, the Roxy, the Rainbow, um, different places like that, and that's Viper Room, all of those different places, whatever, Gazara's when I was a kid. This is where I spent a lot of Friday and Saturday nights. If you go a couple of blocks south, you're on Santa Monica Boulevard, which is the gay part of Los Angeles. Yep. Dennis Rodman, remember, there'd always be things. And you go, okay, I didn't hang out there, but that's where everybody went. So this friend of mine says, are you ever in West Hollywood? I go, well, yeah, I'm thinking Sunset. She said, hey, a friend of mine that's a yoga instructor, he's a bartender at this place called the Gym Bar. And it's whatever, one, two, three, four, Santa Monica Boulevard. And I go, oh, okay. I go, well, I don't think I'll go. I'll go if, if you're in town. And she goes, why? Why wouldn't you go? 
Go tell them it's that you're friends with me. You'll have a great night. And I said, it's a gay bar. And she goes, it's a fucking sports bar. It's not a recruiting office. Calm down. <laughs> and you just go, it was great. It was fucking great. And, and I go, you're fucking right. You're absolutely right. And you go, yeah. And that's, I go, look, I got, I'm telling that story here. Because yeah, you go, it's, it's, a great story. it's exactly it. And you go, yeah, her attitude is the attitude yes. I should have. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, but I, I, I learned so much. So I, I have told this, and I'm sorry if I've said it, because there's shit Dave and I talk about off the air, and you forget what was said on the air. In 96, when the Padres made their run in the playoffs, uh, working at KFNB, I was asked to produce the cassette that came out. For we did a um, we did a cassette tape uh, that honored the year. God, Matt Strom, fuck. How good's Yastrzemski? He's a stud. Yeah. Was he uh, a high draft pick You see the guy's uh, sweatshirt that got the ball? No. What did it say? Dave. <laughs> nice. Uh, Dave, there he is. Look at that guy. Headphones are ruined. Um, so they asked me to produce the season ending CD. So Kevin Kernan wrote the script. Ted uh, did the audio. And then I was responsible for kind of putting it all together with a guy named Tom Watts. And Tom was gay. And you're like, oh boy, yeah. Oh, I gotta sit in this room, right? Because you're young, you're a young kid. I swear to God, Dave, it was a fantastic experience. He taught me so much about radio. We literally laughed every day. And you walk out of there and you go, What a fucking dipshit I've been for so long to just, as Joe said, think it's a yeah. it couldn't have given less of a shit. And so yeah, I just I'm so thankful to Tom for what he taught me and people I've learned that I've met through the years that have been such an incredibly positive impact on my life. And I just, I want my kids. I'm lucky because there are guys that, that live in my kids complex that are married couple Yeah, that I'm so thankful. They have the opportunity to suffer like every other married couple. And, uh, but they're great. And I, I'm very thankful that my kids grow up in a society where we acknowledge they and didn't we know embrace. It's what I've said. It's one of the things I've said and one of the things I'm, I couldn't be more sincere about that I would love for this show to find a way to get a, a float in the Pride Parade. And I would love everybody that has been nice enough to accept us in our meathead ways um, even as stupid as the experience that was a learning experience for me again a month ago to go down and just celebrate and be like, fuck yeah, man, that pride parade is cool. And we said, if they'll have us, you and I'll pay for the flatbed. We'll put everybody in and let's go down and celebrate and fuck man. We'll have different shirts made. We'll do the whole thing. But for Geekster and so many that have been such an incredibly, like I said, positive influence on us. And continue to let us find our way, man. I, I just couldn't be more grateful to all of them. You know what's interesting is you'll, you'll run into people who haven't come across people that they know are, are homosexuals or they were always homosexual. You just didn't pay attention. They were homosexual. You know yeah. what I mean? 
and that say, man, you notice there are more homosexuals now than ever before. I go, they're always homosexuals. You guys right. just never open your goddamn eyes or they were afraid to to show you that they were gay. And um, it, it, it's interesting. I have a lot of friends who have kids who are gay. Mm-hmm. And growing up, I didn't know any kid that was gay. You know what I yeah. mean? Because whatever. And then I, I sit there and um, I have an aunt, one of my grandmother's sisters, who, who always lived with another woman, you know? Yeah. And I said to my mom recently, I said, she was gay, right? My mom says, what are you talking about? <laughs> I go, mom, she lived with the same lady for 55 years. Yeah. Neither one were ever married to a guy. They were gay. Yeah. She, she liked almost, not that she didn't want to hear it, but she, it was the first time she thought about it. Wow. It's like, fuck, you might be right. I go, might be right. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent right. Yeah. And then, uh, it, it's interesting. I have a, I have a niece who is 11 years old who thinks, She's probably transgender now. Oh, wow. You know, and that's the first time that's happened in, in our family, at least. But yeah, it's she feels comfortable coming out and saying this is how I feel. And this is this has never been normal to me for the first 10 years of my life. And wow. so but that's a that's a big move where not everybody in the family's, you know, with re- religious reasons and everything else, not willing to accept what makes this kid happy or feel normal. Yeah. My mom's brother lived in San Francisco and he was gay. And we had a very strained relationship because it had nothing to do with him being gay. It had to do with the fact that he, I don't know, Dave, if it was a depression that he was dealing with, but he just would go, when he was cool, he was great. And then he would do shit like, I swear to God, I I may be wrong on this, but I swear like he gave my sister like a really weird christmas present one year when my sister was like 22 and it was like nothing like inappropriate it was just weird yeah and uh and it just like and he could be a real asshole that was the other thing um but man when he was on his game he was great and i remember a girl i was dating she went to college at college of the siskiyous up in weed california so she came down, and we stayed in San Francisco. My uncle lived in this insanely cool town home uh, that was owned by the attorney, Melvin Belli. My uncle had done different things um, throughout the community in San Francisco, got to know Melvin Belli, and rented in this townhouse was just insane on Fillmore. So we let this girlfriend of mine, <clears throat> and I stayed there for like four days with him, and he took us around the city, Goddamn, David was one of the greatest four days of my life. And then as he got old, and he had these guys. So my girlfriend has to go back. She goes back Saturday night. I'm flying back to San Diego on Sunday night. Joe Montana's quarterback for the Niners. My uncle has these two guys come and clean the house, and they're right out of central casting. They look like the, the married guys from Modern Family with that same kind of personality. Yeah. But they were so goddamn cool and so goddamn funny, and they just loved Joe Montana. And we just laughed and laughed and laughed. I watched the game. They were great. And it's it's it goes back. Nobody ever did anything inappropriate. They were, they were amazing, and we had a great time. But I'm just, I'm incredibly thankful that my kids grow up in a world today where I, I was looking at Facebook memories today. Yeah. Three years ago tonight, I'm in Chicago. I'm in Chicago, and I'm there with a group of about seven of us from my day job. 
And we're there, and we go out for pizza. It's nice because everybody's, you know, you go on anybody, I've said it. When you travel and you go to these trade shows, man, they're a grind. You're on your feet all day. It's just a pain in the ass. So we all go out, pizza and beer. And a buddy of mine who I still work with today, great guy. We're there, and he's talking about his wedding coming up. And I go, oh, man, that's great, you know. And he kind of whispers, hey, Jeff, I'm I'm gay. And you're like, yeah, I know. It's fine. <laughs> and, uh, and he's just been so great for me. And we go on these shows, the whole thing. And you go, yeah, I'm glad where I am today because – 25 years ago, 30 years ago, I don't know that I had the maturity. I want to believe I did, but I'm not sure I did. But I'm. Uh, it's just one of those things where you go, yeah, I'm much happier being where I am today. I'm much happier that my kids grow up in a world like that. And, and you just go, yeah. And I just, God damn, I, I think about those buddies or the girl you just mentioned, Dave, and how much that has to just wear on you from yeah. a mental standpoint. Yeah. To have to try to be somebody you're not. Yeah. And and how cool for them that finally we're in a we we still got a lot of shit to figure out, like how to get rid of this goddamn board on the side. Can I watch the whole screen or do you gotta Jesus block everything Christ. out? Do you even pay attention to it? Dave's got all the direct TV apps up, so I can't see anything in this Angels game. Use the right remote. I'm trying that one. You sure? Uh, fuck. Hold on. Don't fucking patronize me, you asshole. I don't know what the fuck to do. Give me a fucking remote. I'm sick of your shit. I was trying to make a nice, genuine point, then you got me so fucking rattled. I don't know what to say. <laughs> you can't see. You only seen half of Anthony Rendon. Yeah, where the fuck is your... This is shit. Go to the Mariners broadcast. See if it changes. Go down one. All right. We'll do that. God. Okay. This is the direct TV well, remote. Oh, yeah? Because you aren't doing shit. I think he turned it off. Um, fuck it. Fuck it. We'll read it live. <laughs> what does this mean? Uh, but yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that you meet the people we've met. And they, uh, like I said, they put up with our bullshit. I yeah. like it a lot. That is so damn funny. All right, let's knock this out. And then we're going to play a, a little bit of a different version of Stayer Goes. Okay. I want to mention Dan Williams. Dan Williams is the guy that wants to help you be debt free. Also wants to help you find your first home. Dan can help you get out of the rental market. Right now, the rental market's an absolute joke. Has been forever. All right? If you're renting right now, it better be your last resort because it is a better horrible be. decision to make. Right now, you want to get out of the rental market. You want to buy a home. Dan Williams can help make this happen and show you how it works. You got it. It's working right now. Look up. Yeah. Dan Williams' number is 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. Tell you one thing I like about Dan Williams. He's in the financial business. He's not in the bullshit business. Got it? <laughs> That's what his Twitter handle says. <laughs> uh, so nice to have the opportunity to do different things. And then I saw this today. And certain things make you really, really happy on social media. Around 2012, I had the opportunity with my pal Stephen Quadros to do a little MMA radio show. We started it on 1360. Uh, we took it to 1090. And then I sold it to SiriusXM and AFN, yep. Armed Forces Network. I had a girl that produced my show from SiriusXM 
named Marissa Rivas. She was 23 years old at the time. She was out of New Jersey, and she just talked like every one of those girls on the Jersey Shore, but she was honestly the best producer I've ever had and the coolest. And today on social media, she posted that her and her boyfriend bought a house today. Cool. They bought a house, her first. And I'm telling you, Dave, you're just like, she felt like, a little sister, and you just you see the joy for her and her boyfriend in this cool townhome. Like it looks like a great family block, and uh, and you go, God damn, that's right, that's how you do it. And I would love to be able to see that for anybody who can hear this right now. The first way you have to do it is to make sure your finances are in order. And if you're having trouble doing that by yourself, don't be embarrassed. A lot of us work. It, know what you don't know and pick up the phone. Give Dan a call. He can help you get there. 858-688-6813. When you're ready, ready to buy that home, Brian Curry is the guy you're going to talk to. Brian's the guy that's going to find the perfect neighborhood for you. At the same time, he's going to find a neighborhood that you can either grow into or saying that, you know what, I don't need the big house. I'm ready to downsize. You name the size of the house, the neighborhood, the street. He can find everything and make it so much easier for you. I talked to Brian just yesterday. Every time I talk to Brian, it's always a great phone call. And again, the best thing about these guys, it never feels like they're trying to sell you something. Right. It always feels like they're just trying to help you. Brian's a great guy. And again, you name the neighborhood, he'll help you get there because you know San Diego County better than anyone else. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. I think if there's a common thread amongst the four guys that are the backbone of this show, it's the fact that they will work with you as a partner. They work for you in a lot of ways. And not only uh, do they work for you because you're paying them, they work for you to help you find what you're looking for to get done what you need done. And nobody defines that more than Brian Curry. I, I am fascinated, Dave, when you, when you talk about things like you did earlier with Marion High School. Where you go, God damn, I've lived here such a huge part of my life. And there are so many areas of this town where I've never been. And it's one of my favorite things with my kids is sometimes we get it when the, like this, we do this a lot when the Santa Ana's roll in, when it's too hot to hang at the park and you don't really want to hang at the house. You just want to get out. We'll go, we'll grab some lunch and then we'll just go find a cool neighborhood. And you're like, Hey, let's go check this neighborhood out. Right. See what it's all about. And the, the game that my kids and I always play is we're like, today is our first day here. But the people in there, these houses, they drive here every day. This is their home. Isn't this crazy, right? And you find so many tucked away great neighborhoods. And my kids just kind of look and, and like move on, watch it, forget it. But I'm looking at it going, I need to buy a house in the next year. I need yep. to do something. And the other reason why I'm buying a house is not only because, as Dave mentioned, the rental market is a mess. But I also know that when I'm gone, I want to leave something for my kids. And you go, well, I leave a pension. I leave the Nancy Sinatra Playboy. <laughs> um, but man, oh, man, if you can have it where uh, my ex-wife is able to leave one of them that house and I'm able to leave it, boy, I can't think of a better legacy to leave uh, than giving your kids the peace of mind that they're going to have a roof over their head. Yeah. And nobody can help you do that better than Brian Curry. Absolutely. Perfect pools. Guess what? 
Alan Taylor with Taylor Made Pools. He can make that perfect pool for you. So many people right now are calling their local pool guy to figure out a way to get the pool in their backyard. Nobody does it better than Alan Taylor. You name it, more than 20 years in the business, full remodels, commercial, residential, new equipment, repairs, pool resurfacing, insulation. He does everything. And guess what? I'll show you what the pool is going to look like with that 3D virtual design tour. Make sure you call Alan Taylor at Taylor Made Pools, 619-449-4452, Mentioned, uh, man, three years ago and last year at this time, both times I was in Chicago. And how many of us miss the opportunity to travel? Because there is. There's a certain excitement when you get on the plane, you buckle in, and you go, Man, when I get up and I'm walking off this thing, I'm going to be a long way from home and I can't wait for this adventure to begin. But then at a certain point, that trip ends. You get back on the airplane, you buckle in, and you go, well, when I get off it, I'll be home. I'll be back in San Diego. But one of the fun things is as that plane, they start telling you they're making their final descent. I was like kind of looking out the window and getting an idea of trying to figure out like what the flight pattern is. But I can never figure it out because I'm so distracted by how horse shit a lot of you have pools in your backyard. And I look at it, I'm like, that pool sucks. And then you go, well, as bad as that one was, this one's worse. Who wants to swim in a green pool? Not me. Hands up. Anybody? <laughs> Algae? No. So while there are a lot of you that would like a brand new pool, this message tonight is for all of you that have that awful pool. And we know you're mad at the ball and chain. Big deal. We'd hate her, too. She sounds like a real pain in the ass. But there's no reason for your pool to suffer because of the uh, choice you made 15 years ago when you said, I do, on a cold night in Reno. Not tonight, friend. Get that pool fixed. Tell Alan Taylor, Dave, and Jeff sent you. All right. Kyle Fluker is your guy for that perfect website. So many people right now are asking right there on Twitter, look, I need help with the website. Well, it's right there. Kyle Fluker is your guy. He's the one that can help you out. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. He's helped us out with our website, thedaveandjeffshow.com, jakesprojects.org, and he just is working on a brand new one right now. We're doing a thing. It's JP25 Media, and mm. we're going to run different things through uh, this site where it's not going to be exactly the show that Jeff and I do right now, but a lot of times Jeff and I don't get a chance to break down, let's say, baseball. We you know. Yeah. We, we have enough stuff that we like to talk about. It's kind of our, our way as a friendship that's been going for 22 years on there that you guys have had a chance to listen to. But, for instance, I, I did a 17-minute power rankings today for <laughs> top 30 baseball teams. And nice. I'll tell you which which teams make the playoffs, where your Padres I think are going to finish, and you all can laugh at me. But uh, you can go to Instagram that Kyle has helped put everything together, JP25 Media. And uh, some of the stuff will give you more and more information in, in different shows that hopefully just give you more content that Jeff and I are going to try and provide. And uh, some other people will start adding some stuff as well. But again, Kyle Fluger has been a driving force and a help. 619-500-6621. David, so true. And I mentioned it the other day, um, just certain things that you have to do. And I, I'll say this, as great as the Amazon site is, right? Yep. The Best Buy site is terrible. Office Depot site is terrible. And these are big-time companies. And I'll tell you why both of their websites were terrible. And, and I wonder for you on the local level if this is the struggle. So many of us are working from home right now, including myself. And one of the things that happens during the course of the day for me 
is I am writing down people's uh, information. Yeah. And it's not Social Security or anything like that. That could be identity theft, but it could be phone numbers. It could be different parts of their accounts with us that I write down. And a really important part of my day every day is using the shredder because at the end, I shred everything. Yep. And goddamn, I had the best shredder, lasted for two years, right? Got it for like 40 bucks. And just like the old work mule, it broke down yesterday. Did you try and put a block of cheddar cheese in there I for tacos? I did try to put any cheddar cheese. I went down. I had, uh, they give you, the thing that I love when you get uh, your shredder is if you have one, Dave, they'll give you those packs of the oil, right, yeah. where it's the thing, and you run that through, and yeah. it's supposed to oil up the blades, and uh, you tried that, and then you just, I just realized, God damn, the motor is just, <laughs> you open it up, and it looks like 10 pounds of papers clogged in there, you're trying to reverse the whole thing, right? The reverse sucks. The reverse sucks. <laughs> Nothing's working. And I'm so bummed out. I was so bummed out. I'm like, this goddamn this shredder's been so amazing. I'm so sorry to see it go. But now I go to BestBuy.com. And how many of us have gone through this? BestBuy.com and OfficeDepot.com. Yep. I'm trying to figure out what goddamn shredder is available in the store on Morena Boulevard yep. or in Mission Valley and they don't have anything. Nothing's updated. It doesn't show you anything that's available. And you go, this is ridiculous. All I want to do is buy something from you, and you're blocking it. Then I go to Office Depot, and they got 75 goddamn shredders available, but none of them are listed, so you got to go in there and do everything instead of curbside pickup. They're going to get by because they're a big store. Yep. But if you're an individual business and you don't have the ability to fix it like that, I have a friend of mine who's doing a, they're doing a new thing and it's kind of cool. It's workouts, individual 15-minute workouts, and they're going to put them out on Instagram and on their website, the whole thing. And they said, hey, check this thing out. You listen, the audio is terrible. And you go, it doesn't, yeah. as great as the content is, you can't have bad audio. As great as your individual company may be, if I can't find it here, I'm going to the next guy, yep. period. I don't owe you anything. So make sure that your website delivers as it needs to. And if it's not, then you better give Kyle a call before it's too late. Absolutely. All right, here we go. How old are they? How much are they worth? This has already been a long show, I know, but we'll knock this out. We're going to go July 30th because basically July 29th sucked on birthdays outside okay. of Dak Prescott. So we're going to go July 30th. We're going to go Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm. Uh, I'm going to say he's older than a lot of us would think. I'm going to say he's 77. 73. Ooh, okay. How much is he worth? $200 million. $400 million. Wow. Yeah. Very likable. Yeah. Poor Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Franco Colombo and Lee Haney. <laughs> All right. Lisa Kudrow. Lisa Kudrow, 54. 57. Really? Yeah, she's the oldest one of the friends. Uh, More money than I thought, I'll just say that. Well, I think they, they're probably getting some of that syndication money. Yeah, and it's on fucking all the all time. All the time. $25 million? $90 million. No kidding. Yeah. 
All right, that's cool. She seems cool. Yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> you don't think she's cool? She's she's known to me as not the hot one. She's the third one you would nail on that show. Mm. Right? Third one? Yeah, I think she's deceptively hot. Ah, fuck. I don't know. Here's a guy that wears me out. If he stopped being on TV tomorrow, I'd be fine with it. Terry Crews. <laughs> God damn, he's gotten in some trouble the last couple of months, huh? Dude, how about the fact Staff that... Staff social media, Terry? Yeah. Well, not only that, remember he came out and said that uh, he was the big guy against porn? Remember that? Oh, he did? Yeah, he did the whole talk about everybody should stop watching porn. What? Lee Sand <laughs> wants you to stop watching it for free. Like, you tell somebody else that, lady. Uh, Terry Crews, my kids love him because he's so funny on America's Got Talent. He's always crying. Yeah. He's great on that show. He was on the Rams, believe it or not. He was a Is pro football right? player, yeah. Uh, I still like him. I'm going to say he's 55. 52. 52. Um, $10 million. $20 million. Good for him. All right, Hillary Swank. Oh, wow. She married Chad Love. <laughs> yeah. She didn't thank him either at the Oscars. Remember? Thanks, Chad Love. <laughs> Are they, they're divorced, aren't they now? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that usually does it when you don't thank your spouse yeah. who's right there looking at you. God. In the front row. <laughs> your biggest moment. She thanked Rob Lowe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Hillary Swank. Let's say she's 50. 46. Oh wow! Um, Twenty million. Forty million dollars. Really? Yep. Last one here, Paul Anka. Paul Anka? He's still alive. <laughs> He's still alive. Shit! You know who's a Paul Anka fan? Who? Mike Costa. Who? Pete and Point Loma. I believe it. He's probably having my baby. Yeah. I guarantee that asshole got Paul Anka. He's got him on Spotify. Verismo, Billy, you know him, right? Pete, you're a bullshit artist. Come on. You don't think there's at one point, Pete's wife, Carol, is the coolest, just the coolest. I just, I'm such a fan of any wife that was married to any of us. Put up with any of I'm with you on that. Right? Because it's just the whole group. Meaty's wife Dude. is great. Oh, my God. Meaty's right? wife is like, I keep waiting for her to wake up. <laughs> I'm like, you have options. Look at this asshole that's sitting here screaming at his computer screen. <laughs> He's hysterical, dude. Stevie Verissimo, yes. all of us. So I guarantee you, uh, Pete might not be old enough to do that. I think I'm going to guess that Pete at some point took Carol to a Paul Anka show in Laughlin. <laughs> Oh, let's do her the greatest. Um, Paul Anka. God damn, Dave. 84? 79. Bullshit, Paul. 79. How old is Paul? Uh, Paul wrote the uh, Tonight Show theme. Yep. But that show hasn't been on 50 years. He wrote My Way. Yeah, Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. He has money. Yeah. He's been around 40 million. 80 million dollars. God damn. How about that shit? All right, so stay or goes. Instead, we're doing a it's would you rather today, okay? Okay. Got six of these I'm going to knock out. The sixth one is going to be a tough one, I'll tell you right now. Yeah, I've heard it. Let's go. Okay, tougher than you think. That means you better answer. There's no I can't answer. I don't, I right? don't run. 
<laughs> you and the American flag. I got it. Right. These colors don't run. All right. Would you rather lose the ability to read or lose the ability to speak? Well, uh, you're a big reader. I am. My man, Matt Coyle. I got two great books for you. I'll tell you at the end. Read, lose the ability to read or lose the ability to speak. That's really funny. Um, I'm done talking. I just keep reading. <laughs> I'd rather lose the ability to speak. like Burgess Meredith in that Twilight Zone episode? Yeah. Okay. Done. I, uh, two quick books. Yes. For fight fans, Carlos Acevedo has put out an amazing book. Um, and goddamn, just as I said it, just do Carlos Acevedo on Amazon if you're a boxing fan. I may have mentioned this the other night, but it's all the dark side of boxing. Guys like Tony Ayala Jr., and uh, and Johnny Tapia, all these guys, unbelievable. Sonny Liston, I think I mentioned it the other night, so I apologize. I'll keep that quick. That one's great. But congratulations to our friend Matt Coyle. Matt Coyle and I have been friends since the start. When you and I were at Extra, he sent me a message on Twitter one day and said, uh, "Hey, you kind of you started a story and you took it a different way." I wasn't expecting you to do that. I looked him up and I found out he was a mystery writer. And I said, hey, if you fool a mystery writer, I must be doing okay. And that's when he said, hey, I'll drop off a copy of the book. I go, great. He called me like uh, three weeks later. He goes, hey, what do you think of the book? I said, oh, it's great. I hadn't read a fucking page. <laughs> and he goes, great. I'll bring book two down tomorrow. Well, I started reading the first book, Yesterday's Echo, that night. We had to get up at four. And I read like 80 pages. It was so goddamn good. Yesterday's Echo was fantastic. Uh, there are now seven books that are available. And a lot of them take place in San Diego. I guess maybe six books that are currently available. But Blind Vigil is the new one. And I saw them the other day. And uh, I got the advanced reader's copy. And it's just so fun. But he's such a genuine good dude. That he's grinded. Alan Cson is now on the bandwagon, reading all the books. Now yeah. Alan's up to Wrong Light, which is the one about a radio host where you'll see a character in there named Jeff Palais is really fun. Dan Williams has been great. And as Matt pointed out, Dan buys books every year at Christmas. And uh, But I would say for anybody who loves mysteries, especially those that take place in San Diego... Start with yesterday's Echo, Matt Coyle, work your way through. You'll love him. All right, here we go. Would you rather be in jail for a year or lose a year of your life? Lose a year of my life. Dude, me too. Because one way or the other, I'm going to lose a year yeah. of my life yeah. for all of them. <laughs> Dude, I'm with you. Yep, that's w fine. Would you rather be married to a 10 with a bad personality or to uh, a 6 I, with an amazing personality? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, Dave? I, I have to tell you, I've just gotten to the point where I'm like, I can't deal with, with high maintenance anymore. Yeah. Give me the six. Give me the six. Yeah, give me the six, man. Would you rather have horrible short-term memory or horrible long-term memory? Oh. Well, I already have horrible short-term me memory. Me too. Yeah. I mean, I live with that. I can yeah. I can remember stupid long-term shit. Dude, I think like I'm on the verge of Alzheimer's. Like I, My short-term memory is so fucking bad. I'm like... Yeah. That walk we do with Lisa Ann, but might as well be for me. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. God damn, that's what I'm going to tell Missy Martinez. <laughs> you watch Jack and Cade. 
Like I'll tell her, paid by the job, not by the hour. Let's go. All right. Uh, I'll take that. Yeah, I already have it. All right, two more to go. Would you rather be compelled to high-five everyone you meet or be compelled to give everyone who has a green shirt on a wedgie? Uh, fuck no. I'm not. Dude, they're both terrible. Right. Wedgies, though. Nobody would invite you anywhere if you high-fived everybody. There's a high-five guy. Right. But, but if you give everyone wedgies and a green shirt on, you're, you're the fucking jerk-off, too. Yeah. I, I did love that Seinfeld, though, where Putty was giving everybody a high-five. Yeah, five. me too. Uh, <laughs> I'll take the high-five. I think <laughs> it's the, the, the wedgie, man. I don't know what's going on back there. All right. Here we go. All right. Special question. Would you rather get a blowjob from Scarlett Johansson with Mike Costa's face or get a blowjob for with Mike Costa's body and Scarlett Johansson's face? <laughs> Wait, you've done this before. Okay. This is not No, the I've first never of- done this before. Yeah, I've heard this game before. You've done this. No, I've never done Would You Rather with you. I haven't. I'm telling you, this game has been played. Oh, the game's been played. It's not with you. Um... Scarlett Johansson's body with Mike Costa's face. No. Or Scarlett Johansson's face and Mike Costa's body. <laughs> you got to answer, you asshole. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. I'm blind as a bat, so I guess I'll take Scarlett's face. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the only way to go. What's the matter with you? <laughs> what do you want me to do? I had to finish the week out like that. We got to get <laughs> Hey, if anybody knows... A counselor that can sponsor this show will do it in trade. He can fucking take David on the couch. God, I have to drive home right now. Yeah. I feel lightheaded. You want to throw up? Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, let's get out of here. It's uh, been a long show. All right, we'll see you Sunday. All right. So oh.